Hi, this is Mark Wiltshire. Thanks for joining me for another episode of the Explore Finland radio show. This week is the second part of an interview, the first part of which you heard probably eight weeks ago, right at the beginning of this new season of the uh, Explore Finland radio show. And it's again about the Emigrant Museum in Perasenioki. In the first episode, we, we kind of walked around the museum and talked about the phenomenon of emigrants leaving Finland and, and going overseas to seek their fame and fortune. And this week, we went to the outdoor section of the museum, uh, where they are starting to reconstruct buildings that have a connection to emigration from Finland. So there was one house that was from nearby Ilmajoki, but it was built using money that was made when somebody went overseas to, uh, to make their fortune. Um, then there's two other buildings, one that was transported from Australia and reconstructed in Perasenioki, and another that came from Siberia. You'll get, you'll get a, a bit of a, an idea of the work that Tella Lati at the Immigrant Museum in Perasenioki is trying to do. So I'll head over there now and you can hear what she had to say when I met up with her in the summer of 2015. Tella, thank you for joining me today. Thank you so much for visiting us. We call it American House, Hakala American House, but it's not from America, it's not transported from there, but it's built by money that Matti Hakala earned okay. when he was working in, in Michigan at railways. Okay. So, so that's why. But it has a lot of immigration uh, uh, history because the grandson, Esa Hakala, uh, he was, he's been... Um, uh, in the States. He's been living in the States since 60s, more than 40 years now. And and he's the one who wanted this building to be transported here and, and wanted wanted it to be donated to us. Transported so, from where? Uh, Ilmajoki. It's, it's right, okay. around one hour from here. Yes. Yeah. So not far away. But it was around 100 years ago. He was less than 10 years uh, working in in Michigan, so that's the usual way. They went there for maybe five years, ten years, and and uh, earned lots of money enough for uh, building a house when they came back, returned to Finland, and came back to their families. That's what happened to this this uh, Matti Hakala and uh, uh, Esa Hakala is his grandchild and. Uh, He's, he's visited us every summer since this was this was rebuilt here, and it was 2008. From Michigan. Well, he's living in Florida actually, right, at okay, the moment. Okay. Yeah, first he was he was working in Maine. But then I've had a few people contact my website yeah. because they've heard the podcast from America, saying, "Oh, I, I, I like listening to what you're saying. It, I really must." stop putting it off and make a trip over here. And I think that shows yeah. there's no excuse. They must yeah. come and <laughs> oh, yeah. visit. These, yeah. these, these people who call themselves American Finns, many generations removed from the original emigrants, yeah. but they still have that connection here. So come yes. on, guys, get yourself over here. No excuses now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, they're very interested in Finland. And when I've been to FinFest, like since uh, this museum was founded, I've been at FinFest uh, since that for almost every year in in uh, different parts di- different places in in the united states and i've had postcards of for instance this world of trails uh, first building and i've seen they like them there oh that's that 
that kind of a house, it reminds them something about Finland that their grandparents maybe told yeah, told okay, about okay. or something. And this is a, a sort of traditional um, it's, yeah. Etelapohjama yeah, house southern, from southern, that sort of era. Yeah, era. southern Ostrobothnian um, farmhouse, the uh, smaller type, mm. actually. Uh, the very famous uh, southern Ostrobothnian farmhouse is the two-storied house with... Right, okay. uh, um, larger, bigger, but this is as, as usual, this, this type. And, and, and painted this. in this very traditional red. Oh, yes, well. yeah, that's, that's one thing, yeah, yes. You, you notice that a lot when you're driving through the countryside in, yeah. in Etelapokima, south yeah, of Ostrobotnia, yeah, yeah, that you, yeah. there's a lot of the, this yeah. red. And those American Finns, uh, even though they are fourth generation uh, and so American, they they know something about these buildings because when they saw postcards, I I showed them they they wanted it. Okay, yeah, they, okay. They, they they recognize it's a Finnish old farmhouse. And you have the the ground floor, the first floor yeah. of this building, um, decorated in in the style from that from that era. That that's the the furniture, I guess, that came with the, the house. Yes, yes, and and tools. Still, so there okay. are lots of tools in the. In those little rooms, yes, there. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and they they were used in this Hakala house, in this farmhouse. Yeah, I took a couple of photos before, okay. so I'll put those with the yeah. the notes for yeah. for the, the okay. podcast, so yeah. people will see those. Yeah, okay. You mentioned this world of trails that yeah. you have here, and you have several different buildings. Um, yeah. What what other buildings do you have in this location? Here? Uh, uh, we have actually two other. Okay. Uh, and this was this was uh, ready uh, 2008, and the the uh, one building is is from Australia. Australian okay. Finns they they uh, uh, found it. They were looking for that, and they they sent it. Like actually, this container is, okay. is the one they had it in. So the house was had, shipped over in this. In yeah, this it, shipping it was. Container. Yeah, yeah. It was in, in the, the building, all the furniture, dishes, every, every, everything they wanted to donate okay. to us. Okay. Of course, we 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 had had to pay the transportation and the rebuilding here, yeah. and we got EU support for that. And that's that's yeah. I, we have had lots of EU project, okay. projects here, and and for this we this Hakala House uh, rebuilding we we got. Um, Support from the Ministry of Education, okay. the government okay. of Finland. So. I, I'm only just learning a bit more about this emigration from this mm -hmm. area and, and what a big, what a big deal it was. And I, I have a couple of friends, Aaron and Becky, who kind of come back from Michigan okay. to Etelapohjama and have married Finns from here. This is from knowing them what I've learned more about this emigration and, and how some people went backwards and forwards oh, and yes, how, yeah. how many are now coming back after I don't know, five or six generations perhaps to and still consider themselves to be Finns at, at heart anyway. Well, even though they, they don't all have uh, Finnish roots both sides. I don't know, maybe. I, I know people who, who, ha who only are half Finnish. Yeah. And still they feel like they are totally Finnish. Still, even though they are fifth generation. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that, that's how it is. And, and actually both both Aaron and Becky are 100% uh, ethnically Finnish. Oh, still, oh, they are. After all these okay. generations. And, oh, yeah. And I think it's nice they, they've come back 
Sort oh, of, yes. yes. If not exactly to where their, their forefathers came from, at least, you know, okay. very, very yeah. nearby. Yeah. So it's quite interesting yeah. to me anyway to, oh, yeah. to learn about that. Yeah. yeah, and we have this service for, for um, American Finns who are searching for their roots here. Those, um, those relatives who stayed in Finland didn't, didn't immigrate from here anywhere. So, so we have found quite many uh, of those. Uh, actually, we have helped them to find the relatives that are living at the moment. And, and so um, it's very popular. It's been like uh, some years now. They come from Canada or other states, and they, they, are, they tell us uh, or who their descendants, uh, uh, ancestors were who immigrated, but then they want to know if there are, are some other people who didn't come there. So, and then we, we have a, a genealogist okay. who, who can take care of that part. And, and she has found some, some relatives for somebody who came, who came here and asked for those things. Wow. And it's okay. always very pleasant and nice and beautiful to see when they meet. <laughs> yeah, of course yeah. it is. Bringing, bringing families together oh, over, yeah, the, yeah. over the decades. Yeah. If somebody's listening to this sort of outside of Finland now and, and wants to make contact with you, where, where can they find, how can they reach you? Well, we have websites, www.immigrantmuseum.fi. Yeah, okay. That's, that's one. Yeah, okay, that's fine. And, and it's I'll the same in, in, in Finnish to Sirtolais Museo www.sirtalaismuseo.fi yeah, so okay. they both come to, to the same place I'll put the links to those okay. in the show notes okay. as well it yeah. just makes things a little bit easier for people Yeah, I know a lot of people listen to podcasts when they're doing something else and don't oh, always yeah, have yeah, a yeah, pen yeah, and paper to oh, yeah, so yeah, it's true. I'll put the links there and they can find yeah. those and, and hopefully find you if that's, if that's useful yeah. to you yeah. um, should we take a, a walk to the, yeah. to the next house yeah we could go to the Australian building ok let's do that yeah So we're here at the second building now. This is the building from Australia. What what is what type of building is this? It's very different to the Finnish farmhouse we were looking at. Oh yeah, this is from Queensland, Australia, and this is uh, barracks for uh, workers at the sugarcane farm. Okay. Yeah. And, uh, it, and it wasn't. It's not owned by. It wasn't owned by a Finnish family. Uh, no, it was owned by an Australian farmer who owned the sugarcane farm there. And this was built in uh, 1920s, and it was used till 1964. Okay. And it's a very different construction. The farmhouse we looked at just oh, yeah. now was a, yeah. a wooden, uh, very traditional wooden yeah. building. This is corrugated metal, yeah. pretty much. Yeah, yeah, it is. And, and the, the structure, or how do you call it, is... is a, uh, it's a eucalyptus tree. Right. Okay. Yeah. 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 So yeah. obviously the natural, the native wood from yeah. Australia, yeah, where, yes. it was, yeah. where it was yeah. made. Yeah. And this was packed up like some huge Lego kit and oh, put yes. in the container, mm. and you you received it in pieces with oh, yeah. some nice instructions. I hope oh, telling yes. you how to put it back together. Yes. Yes. Okay. They had they had marked the walls and, yeah. and and the parts here so that our contractor could do it, could make it, rebuild it. And it's uh, been painted, I'm guessing, way back in the day. It hasn't been oh, yeah. repainted. It's in, its, in the, the, the condition that it was shipped over yeah. to you. So it's a sort of faded blue and faded red yeah. at, one, at one end. And 
it looks like three three sleeping quarters in a row and then yeah. another larger piece at the at the end w- yeah. was it was it just a place for the workers to sleep yes yeah it actually they of course they were living in this when yeah. they had the season yeah. it was um, it lasted for three months or six months it depends on the farm just seasonal depending yeah, on the, yeah, on the yeah, work yeah okay. yes yeah uh, sometimes there were families too living in this but usually it was just men like two men in in one one room is there furniture inside oh yes oh, yeah, okay. yeah. They, they all came from australia so. yeah show you that They didn't have uh, lots of furniture here, but they had beds and, and table and chairs. And a, and a, a metal window. It's not oh, really yeah. a window. No, it's no a it's here. no it's yeah. a it's a hatch um, yeah. in yeah. the in the corrugated iron that's just sort of propped propped yeah, open. Push it there. So that's that's how it is. And uh, you can see here the um, the tools they were using. They were they cut. The sugar cane. Yes. Okay. And and they had that those kind of knives. Yeah, it's like a. It, it looks like a. It's like a paddle, really. It's like okay. a very short paddle for a, yeah. a a canoe or a kayak, um, or a, a long stretched out table tennis bat. It's that kind yeah. of that kind of shape. I'll take a I'll take a picture in a moment and yeah. uh, and put that with the uh, with the show notes as as well. Yeah. And there's some clothes. And, yeah, these shirts are are for the workers. They were using this. These are woolen, and they were good, uh, even though it was a tropical climate. But but still, they they were using this. They wore wool. Yeah, wool. Wool when they wool. were working in yeah. Australia, yeah, cutting yeah. the sugarcane. Yeah, that sounds. Yeah, sounds weird. But yeah, it does. Yeah, that's, <laughs> but that's still. Uh, and these are the original. The original. Yeah, ones. they are original from Australia. Yeah. With this yeah. Oshkosh brand, which I, I some, somewhere in my mind I think has kind of got trendy in the last oh, five yeah. or ten years. Yeah. Well, <laughs> should be. It, 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 it jumped out at me as, as oh, something that I, okay. I recognised. I'll, okay. um, yeah, I'll get, I'll get okay. some pictures. Yeah, and that's for water. It's, it's um, like a cloth, not, not any plastics or anything. Right, okay. Yeah, it's for water. Interesting. Yeah, and this Ingham is the place where they where this barracks was the name of the plantation basically actually the the town right okay the place yeah so yeah the beds don't look very long i mean i'm not i'm not particularly tall but i think even i would well maybe just about stretch out on one of those yeah maybe i don't know so this is a a special room for uh one of the man of of the men was cook and yes of course, one of the men who could, who knew how to cook. And he could stay in this room uh, alone, like, like only, there's only one bed, because he, he had to go up uh, much earlier than the others. So he didn't, they didn't want to be disturbed that early. And his room has an ensuite kitchen. This is yeah, interesting. Yeah. So he, he had a, a short, short way to yes. come to. Yeah. So, uh, cook here and and make the, the all these things are from Australia. They sent all this, all the furniture, everything here. They they are uh, original things in this kind of barracks. Yeah, I think this is fantastic. When we were standing outside, it looked it looks quite bare. But you come in and you you're, you're kind of 
taken back there. You can imagine yeah. how how yeah. people were living and and eating. Yeah, yeah. So this is the only glass window they had okay. in, in here in in the kitchen. They had uh, a, a huge mm, what's barrel? Yeah, a barrel out there yeah. where they they uh, waited for the rain water to come. Yeah. So and they they took it here and they made the dishes here. And then they had, they sent us a surprise, and they told us it earlier that there would be a surprise for you, and oh. it is this one here. <laughs> okay, so there's a, next to the sink, there's a, yeah. a a cabinet with a drawer at the top, and inside the drawer is a snake skin. So uh-huh. that was that yeah. was kind. Yeah. I mean, it's it's real. It's a, so it is <laughs> it is real. I, I'm not I'm not worried. By no. snakes. I had a friend when I was at school who had a pet snake, so I'm I'm okay. Oh. My wife would be well running back. Oh yeah, back, yeah. Back to yeah. Perseniyoki yeah. now, yeah. I think. Okay, but it. you know, they they have a story. Actually, it it has happened that there was a four meter long snake coming on on the in that corner coming in okay. the this uh, dining room, and they shot the snake there. Yeah, and they had the. Uh, four meter long skin still and they donated it to us so i told our workers yeah why don't we put it uh, on display like like there and they all said don't you dare do that <laughs> i said why not they, they they could see how big snakes they had there so i didn't put it yet <laughs> Well, I think you might have you might have a few heart attacks and people oh, yeah. come walking in and suddenly there's this snake there. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, okay. But yeah, it sounds like a good idea to me. Yeah, I, yeah. But I, I like snakes, so that doesn't that doesn't worry me yeah. too much. Yeah. So here's a picture of the Donna. Okay. Uh, this Barry Smith. Yeah. His he his grandfather owned the farm yes. where this was located. And um, it's, a, it's definitely a worthwhile project. <laughs> when you hear of people moving buildings, it sounds yeah. It sounds crazy, but when you're actually able to walk around it and and get a feel for oh the history of of Finland as, as much as, as yes, anything else, yeah, it's, it's yeah. definitely worth. When they took this down, yeah. there's a video about that, and we've seen it. Of course, they they gave us a copy of that. So it was hard work, yeah. I would say. Is that available online? Or? No. no. Okay. But we, we, we have it. We've actually we have shown it to the audience at least once. So it's very interesting. Okay, okay. So, and this was, this was the fest uh, was held 2000, 2010 or when this uh, was ready, rebuilt, and, yeah. uh, and we had this uh, fest to open this. And... And he's the donor. He was here and he came to Finland too and with, with his wife. And and then there's the ambassador, Finnish ambassador in Australia. And then here's Mikko Hietikko, the head of the group. And then some Finns who who um, were uh, immigrated to Australia a long time ago and they wanted to be here. Actually, we, have, we had 15 officers guests from Australia and they're very proud of this this project that that it, it's true and it's it's here now yeah, and I, here. I, I think that that must have been quite a, a special day for oh, everybody yeah. but, yeah, but yeah. particularly the guys that were over there and yeah and sort of made it made it happen from that side yeah and here you can see that it's in the the eastern coast this Ingham where this is from Queensland here the place where this barracks is from 
they also sent us the very heavy thing. It's the from, wagon. A, from Australia, yeah. so. okay. From the wagon river. Uh, when they cut the sugar cane, they put it in in this and they transported it. It's in the farm. Okay. And there are rails. They 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 sent these too. Wow. So you, you can imagine how, how heavy it was, so the it's, container. Uh, it's, it's like a, a, a small metal um, railway yes. tr- uh, truck. Yeah, yeah that's, um, that's what it is. How was this moved? What, what powered oh, it? It was like there was a little engine. Ah, a small yeah. steam engine. Yeah, yes, okay. steam okay. engine, yeah. Yeah, uh, and this is part of this, actually that car there is part of this, this uh, history of this because... It was uh, donated by this Martti Jukkola. And this car is uh, his donation, one of his donations to us. And he was uh, driving this car in Wollongong. And uh, as you can see, the not for you, sorry. Uh, we've, we've always talked that it's in the wrong side, the, uh, the what is that? It's on, it's on the right side, um, and it's on the right side. Oh, no, no, it's, it's, it's on the right side, but it's on the, on the wrong side. <laughs> yeah. So they believe it's from yeah. Australia. Yeah. So. Okay. And he had that um, license plate in front of the car. Uh, it tells sauna. Yeah. So everybody can, every Finn at least in Australia knows, okay, he's one of those immigrated yeah from yeah Finland. absolutely so, yeah okay okay let's let's head on to the to the third building yeah. okay so it's a short walk taking us now to the third building here at the uh, world of trails yeah. it's uh, what I would call a kind of traditional log cabin um, what's the story well it's it's a traditional Russian style. Uh, log cabin. Okay. Yeah. So we don't have that kind of decorations uh, here in Finland. And uh, the story, yeah, it tells about Matti Unguri. He was born in Ylihärmä, southern Osbotnia, and he was um, 20 years old. It was those times we uh, we had those knife hooligans. Okay. We call them. We could call them. So uh, it's part of our history. And he happened to. He was not a member. Maybe he was not a member of any any of those groups. But the temper was alike. Yeah. So he had a quarrel with a, a actually a relative young man, and he happened to kill kill him uh, u- using his knife. So. Then he got, of course, he got sentenced to jail, to prison, uh, for, and it was a lifelong sentence. And uh, to Turku, Kakola is the very famous prison in Turku. So, after staying there for one and a half years, at those times it was possible for the prisoner to apply for, for um, a move to another place, so actually the, another place was Siberia. And he made the application uh, to be exiled uh, in, in, to uh, Siberia, and were he these, got it. Were these the days when Finland was still part of Russia, or was it Well, after it kind of part of Russia, we, we had quite, quite a lot of independence, though, so we don't like, to, like it when, when you say that we were a part of Russia. <laughs> 
we didn't like it, but <laughs> okay. oh yeah, okay, it was our ancestors that were living those times, yeah. of course. But okay, yeah, um, kind of yeah, we had an autonomy, yes, so that's yes. that's that's a different thing. So you can't really say we were a part, of, totally part of that. Okay, <laughs> so uh, he uh, okay, okay, he was sent to Siberia then, and. Uh, they didn't have Siberian railway yet. Uh, it was uh, 1870s, and um, uh, it took. Uh, there were, of course, lots of other prisoners too, and it took for three years to walk there. And maybe they had a, a ride on horse horse vehicles or or something every now and then there. So uh, then he had to work in a mine, it was salt mine, there in uh, Omsk area. And after, after, uh, after some years, he was free, but uh, was not allowed to return to Finland, okay. never. So he um, um, started working as a servant at a farmhouse, and he was very, very... Uh, kind and uh, they liked him and he was a very pleasant person and hard worker as Finns are and uh, and um, and uh, actually they liked him that much that even the daughter of the farmhouse that he got married okay. <laughs> yeah, so so he made a mistake but he, he kind of turned his life around oh yeah after, yes after yes some years. yeah okay yeah good. and um, then he wanted to build a new beautiful house for the family, for the children to come and so, and then he built this building. There is a story, uh, a couple of stories about him coming uh, back to Finland, coming over to Finland, walking the whole trip because he wanted to see his mother one more time. And uh, I, I'm sure he did it at least once. And he, they tell that he wanted to uh, get tools from home because they didn't have those in Siberia. Maybe that's true. We have one one of those tools in in the house there, that might might be one of those he he was uh, uh, taking with him when he had to return back. So he he went home to Uliharma. Uh, mother had died already. Uh, uh, maybe previous year, but father was there. His father was there, and uh, but he couldn't stay there for more than maybe one day because the family of the uh, young man he had killed was there close. That's why he had to yeah. return to Siberia that soon. It's a long, long journey yeah, for yeah. a one-day visit. Yes, yeah. So that's why I... I can't tell it's totally true, but I mean, that the part that he stayed there only one day or so, but maybe he built this, this house uh, for the family. And, and this um, Justina Andreyeva was the wife. Uh, she had been married earlier and she had two children already, but then together they had, altogether there were 11 children oh, oh. in this it doesn't look it doesn't look such a big such no, a big but, house from the know, outside in the old days they some of the uh, children were uh, adults and then so they didn't all live here yeah, all, the, okay. all their lives yeah. so but i'd like to show you the the windows the decorations 
above the windows here, and that's that's the Russian Siberian style decorations. Yeah. And there's also this decoration underneath oh, the eaves yeah. as well, this yeah. sort of zigzag yeah. Yeah. pattern. Yeah, you're yeah. right. It's different to what you yeah, you yes. notice yeah. in Finland. Yeah. So and also the floor is higher than than we used to have here. You can see it in in, in inside. Okay. The house. Yeah. Let's have a look. And uh, this is a this is a picture taken taken uh, 1902, and this is the Ungari house. This is Matti Ungari, Justina Andreeva, and and some of the children. You you yeah. can see he looks very like uh, old. Older, yeah, that, and, that's and true. There's yeah, smaller yeah. children there. So, and this is uh, uh, from two years ago when this building was opened here. And we would just realise that when you had this opening day event, I was actually here that day. Yeah. I didn't. I didn't think. I don't think I actually came into the house for some reason. But we did come here and pass yeah. by. I, I can tell you, maybe there were lots of people. Three hundred persons here. So you maybe you didn't. You were you were realizing you can come in. So here we have two rooms. And I can see what you mean about the floor already. Yes, yeah, you're you're yes. much higher than the windows. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. You know, or the windows seem yeah. much lower. Yeah, it was for the for the heat that they could keep the heat in in the house because they, so it wasn't heat. on the ground. Yeah, it had yes. some space. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Okay, that's how they they explain it. Yeah, and this is their saw. They they tell us that this is one of those he brought from home when he visited his home. Of course, he had to had to. Uh, it was uh, he had to be in in secret. Everything he. He couldn't show himself any anybody, so that's that's what I think. And just looking at that saw, it shows what a, a design classic uh -huh. the hand saw is. Because yes. nowadays the materials may be different, but it's yeah. basically the same, it, it is. same yeah. thing, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah. With a little bit of work sharpening it, I dare say it probably would yeah, still work. It could work. Yeah, yeah. Uh, if so. anyone can hear squeaking and and creaking, that's the floorboards. That's yeah. not me making yeah. those noises. <laughs> yeah, because they didn't want to. Um, what is that? Put nails? Yeah. Yeah. They won't. I don't know why. No. So, and, and here's one thing. When this uh, opening event day was, uh, was uh, two years ago, so uh, one of the guests from Russia, he was um, Andrei, is the first name. He's the fourth generation okay. after Matti Unguri. And uh, when he came in here... He just went to the corner and put this icon. Really? Icon picture there. Nice. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, a small, a sort of small um, religious yeah. icon up yeah. in the in the corner of the room. Yeah, yeah. And then below it is a is a, a, text a, a small text in Finnish. Yeah, and this is her, her, his cousin, uh, another fourth generation after Matti Ungri put this text. So was this something that was that was done in Russian houses in those maybe, days? Maybe, maybe, yeah. It's a cultural thing yeah. there. Yeah. It was important for for this guy. Yeah, to, yeah, to yeah. Do because he, he, he did in. it first and yeah. then then started to walk around. Okay. <laughs> so this this house for up to eleven children. Yeah. It's basically two rooms. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah but any any idea how rooms. they would have been? Well, they are they are large rooms. Yeah, I yeah. just wonder how they were used in those days. Any any ideas? Was one room for sleeping and one for living, or did they? Well, they were sleeping in both. Yeah. I, I think okay. sleeping in, in both. That's the usual way. In in actually in the Western Finland, 
uh, farmhouses, uh, they some people like servants were if they didn't have any special house for them, they were living in the, the tupa, the the like the living room kitchen thing. Yeah. So, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, and, and I can see through there in the other room these, um, well, bunk beds. The yeah, two, the, yeah, two you know, story bed. Yeah, two story yeah. bed. Yeah. And, yeah. and it it comes from uh, his Ostbothnian uh, side, like like he he wanted to have something Ostbothnian in the house. It, it's interesting because a few years ago we went to um, the museum at Ternaba in Sainioki, yeah. where it's got the all the different buildings there yeah. from this region, and we went into the manor house and they had these bunk beds, and then my. Uh, my wife's parents have got some land just a little bit the other side of Perasenioki, where we are now, um, which is, we call the old the Vanha Rantasari house. Okay, yeah. And that has the same thing. And, yes, you yeah, know, it's, 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 so it's, it's very much typical, from this yeah. area. Every farmhouse had those. Actually, it was typical to have two of those in a larger uh, living room, like Tupa. Room. And I guess because if the cooking and uh, is done in a certain room, then that's the room that has a lot of heat. So that would perhaps be where they would sleep as well. Well, yeah, but there are lots of room, and that's well, that's that's a tr- tradition. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and here we have some pictures. The support association of the Finnish Immigrant Museum had a trip to to this uh, Siberia region where okay. this we had heard about. Actually, they had heard about this uh, building, and they had tried to get it like uh, in the uh, official way, like uh, sending letters to government and the province government, and so. But didn't, nothing happened. But then they wanted our vice chair Olavi Koivukangas. Uh, he wanted to have a trip there to to check if the building still is there and what the, what's the condition and so they met this person and he uh, they found out that he is the owner of this house okay. and he's he he's a young man uh, 30 year around and alexander and he's the fifth generation after matti Unguri. straight down so uh, uh he of course when he knew about this uh uh, wish we had, he donated it, it this building to us, and then uh, it well, was they, very they weren't easy. using it at the time. No, I guess, so. nobody was using it. it was abandoned yeah, like okay. for ten years earlier, and there were some neighbors. They took uh, wood for fireplaces, and it was it was kind of a salvation. Yeah, we yeah. Did when we it's, wanted it's, this, it's being looked after and cared for. Yeah, here yeah, yeah, better yeah, than it yeah. was there. And yeah. we're very grateful for him that he. Uh, immediately when he knew about this, uh, that he wanted to donate it. And, and the wall, wallpapers, actually, they, they used to have newspapers on the wall, too. Oh, yeah, you can and, just, and just here about see. There was um, a person who can read uh, Russian language, and he told us that there's a, a name of a very uh, famous um, newspaper uh, in okay. there, those letters. So... Yeah, it's interesting. Some of the walls look like they're painted, but maybe that's yeah. blue paper or... Uh, but then there's, there's well, that, that, white, that, white paper yeah. on top from the Yeah, from but the newspaper. blue colour is, is one one of their favourite colours. They, they, it might have been blue. Right, okay. Uh, maybe, maybe some parts of it, yeah. at least. Yeah. 
It's a fantastic yeah. um, building, among along with three other yeah, fantastic yes. buildings yeah. here. And it's a it's a beautiful setting alongside the Cagliari yeah. Lake here yeah. in Perasini. Okay, Tella, thank you very mm. much for taking your time to to talk to me. Thank you. Okay, so thanks again to Tella for taking what turned out to be almost an entire afternoon out of her schedule to uh, to spend it talking to me. But we got two interesting episodes out of it. I hope you, you found it interesting as well. Remember to head over to your podcast player and to rate and review the show. It all helps me get the word out there about the Explore Finland radio show and you know helps me grow the audience here. Remember, you can also find me on social media outside of the, the actual podcast itself. So you'll find me on Facebook, on Twitter, Google Plus and Instagram. Just wanted to take a few moments to say thank you and hello to a few of the people that have recently started following on Twitter. So if you hear your name here and you've recently started following me, then it's, it's probably you. I'll keep it with first names rather than uh, long, complicated uh, Twitter handles, but here we here we go anyway. So to uh, to KP, uh, to Mika, and to Ari. We've also got Samuli and Johan, Consta, Adam, Ben, and Timo. All individual people that have started following me, and the the Twitter handle is at Explore Finland. And then also a couple of. Or companies or organisations, so at Extreme Island and at Matintupa. And uh, Matintupa is actually a place I visited a few weeks ago to record a, a future episode about a, a particularly special cinema near to where I live here in, in South Ostrobotnia. So that will be coming up after, after Christmas. Um, there will be one more episode before Christmas where we, where we talk about Finnish food and, of course, Finnish Christmas food. Uh, then I'll be taking a couple of weeks break and then coming back in the uh, in the new year with with four or five more episodes as we head towards the end of season two. So thanks again for listening. Remember, also, you can you can follow the show on the uh, through the website. So explorefinlandpodcast.com. And if you want to like the page there, you'll also get updates from me there, whatever I publish something until next week and the Christmas themed episode then thanks again for listening bye bye and there's my phone that's not very professional is it hold on <laughs> one second well who's called hi lynn it's a it's a very bad time because i'm actually recording the podcast at the moment can i can i call you back okay bye <laughs>